0: And
1: welcome in, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. I'm Joe Krause, back for another week of advocacy, another week of providing some great information. And we're going off the rails today, uh, David. We have a great guest lined up that's going to join us uh, in the next segment. But I want to begin the broadcast today. Uh, I heard you yesterday... Uh, on dom with Dom Giordano. Great conversation about the Biden tax plan and some of the implications. Really really good stuff.
2: Yeah, thanks Joe. We enjoyed uh spending some time with Dom and again, you know, we're always trying to get out a great message and want to talk about, you know, what we talked about yesterday. It was just, you know, look, we have no crystal ball. We we have no idea who's going to end up as, you know, our president. But, uh, you know, we here at Thrive, we're looking at it from a perspective of what's the impact for retirees, people who are either in retirement or getting ready to retirement. uh, How how does this impact? And a lot of times, you know, as well as I do, a lot of people read the headlines, but they don't really look at what the consequences basically are. And look, you know, I'm a patriot. I want to make sure everything that happens happens for the good of the country. But at the same time, I would tell you, you know, tax changes really can be very disruptive uh, when you've already kind of gone down this path and you're kind of set in your way. And then out of left field, something comes out there to derail it. So I think today's going to be an awesome show for our audience. Um, We're going to spread a lot of good information relay. We're going to talk about Roth conversions. Uh, We actually have a good giveaway uh, that we'll talk about throughout the different segments. It's a flowchart that we've created here at Thrive that really helps people go down this path and figuring out whether doing a Roth conversion makes sense for their retirement. And I'm really looking forward to our guest speaker, somebody who I know personally, Dr. Baker, uh, awesome person. She's a, a, a local psychologist. She's got years of experience. Um, what she's gonna be talking about has a lot to do with kind of the, the stress and the psychological impact of what's going on out there today. And I think she's gonna be incredibly helpful uh, for our
3: audience. I agree and along with with the psychological aspect of everything, just moving into retirement sometimes for people, going from work life to retirement, that's a psychological change as well. So I'm happy to hear from her and um, we had an exciting week as well. We did some, a webinar and we had awesome um, attendance at that. So we're proud of that and thank you for everybody for watching.
4: Yeah, always incredible and, and always excited to have special guests on the show to kind of... Uh Maybe it breaks the monotony a little bit, but just giving those experts, again, we go back and forth about emotional, rational, emotional, rational, talking about behavioral economics and all those different things that are out there. But that successful workshop that we just had um, this week, coupled with that topic, and we're going to go deep on it again today, just talking about Roth conversions, why it makes sense. So, but it's that psychological, it's like ripping the embell- not Nobody, our brain is programmed, don't pay taxes, defer them, defer them, defer them, defer them, defer them. And if you're a regular listener of this show, we, we're, you know we're a big advocate of paying them up front. I saw something very basic that hit me right in the head just talking about Roth conversions. Because you hear about it in, in the words and it's logical and we're going to talk about the flow chart and stuff like that. But think about this. If you have $10,000, let us just assume that you think rates are going to go up at 7% in the market. Just a growth on your IRA, whatever money that you have. But you got to pay 30% in taxes. Okay, so traditional IRA, if I had $10,000, and let's just assume that my, my IRA is going to grow at 7% for the next 30 years. And, I, and then so if that happens, then I have to pay 30% in taxes when it comes out, what you're left with is $53,000. What a lot of people don't realize is, okay, well, if I'm going to make that conversion on a Roth, where I got to pay the tax today on that, the 30% on that same $10,000, and then... You let it defer for the next 30 years, 30 years, and now that money is now tax-free, guess what you're left with? The same $53,000. Now, where we're at from there, guess what? That's assuming today's tax rates. And again, with all the stress, no matter what you believe, but the government is printing money at record pace. Again, with the stimulus money that's out there, and again, the talks of continued money that's gonna be out there. If taxes, if you believe that they're gonna go up, again, multiplication is commutative. It didn't matter what order I just said where the 30% is coming out at the end, or in the beginning, you get to the same spot. But if you're a believer that one of those variables is gonna change, and the only variable that would change in that equation is the tax rate. It's why we wanna be that much more proactive upfront.
3: So some of the things to think about, if you're out there listening, going, eh, should I do a Roth conversion? Is it worth it? So here's some things that we look at at Thrive, and we actually will be discussing in a little bit more detail, but um, will your income in retirement actually be higher? Do you have pension income? Are you a uh, couple? Do you both have pension incomes and then Social Security? So that's something to think about. Like Brett said, the, the, uh, the, the fairy tale of having lower income in retirement doesn't always work out. We've seen that. Um, will your required minimum distributions be burdensome in the future? I've spoken to many people, and when we do the um, tax analysis and the tax reports looking at retirement, they are shocked at what required minimum distributions are gonna do to their, their taxes as they get older. And think about it right now. Is the current marginal tax bracket, is it low? Is the current marginal tax rate, or I should say current tax rates, are they lower now? Are they gonna be higher in the future? We don't know that for sure. Like David says, we don't have a crystal ball, but how about you start planning that they will be higher so that you're not gonna be shocked when you retire.
2: Yeah. So, you know, one of the things we did and, um, you know, it's hard to visualize this. That's why we tell people, you know, we'll we'll give out our phone number and you can call in and get a copy of this flow chart that I'm talking about right now. And the thing about and we've talked about this on the show all the time is, are you a tax procrastinator or are you a tax planner? So where are we at in the year? Right. It's September. Uh, we're almost at the last quarter of the year. We have to start making considerations about what we're going to do now so that we can implement them before the end of the year. Because once we hit 1231, uh, it basically then it really reduces any options that we have to be tax planners. So this chart, it's, uh, it's for 2020. Should I consider doing a Roth conversion? The first question that pops up, on the flow chart. And we've made this as simple as possible for people to go down a path to make a good quality decision based on all the facts. So the first question is, will you need the distributions from your retirement account? Yes or no? Now, like Karen just said, we meet tons and tons of people who didn't really realize uh, how much money they were going to have, how much income, how much cash flow they were going to have in retirement. But if you think about it, uh, if you make the right election choices for your Social Security, you could end up having forty-five, fifty-five, sixty-five thousand dollars a year coming in from Social Security to, you know, to income household, um, you know, just from Social Security. If you happen to be a fortunate person that either one or two pensions in the house, the pensions could be two, three, four thousand dollars a month each. And then if you've done the right job, like a lot of the people that we visit with, you may have accumulated a nice nest egg where your required minimum distributions can be another two, three, or $4,000 a year. So if we add that up, holy smokes, right? Now we're over $100,000 a year in retirement. And with the tax rates today, we know where we're at. But what, like if Brett said, what if they bump up? What if they go from a 22% marginal tax bracket up to a 28 or a 30? Now you could end up losing tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes.
1: Yeah. And I know one thing that was mentioned in that interview that you did with Dom and the appearance, uh, David, was... um the ability for us to not know, the ability for us to not pay attention to that and understand the consequences. You were talking about consequences uh, with Dom yesterday. And I thought that was really, really important. I think sometimes I think we don't stop to understand that or think about that.
2: Well, it's self-interest, right? You know, so when we read something, we hear something, we watch something, we we tend to go, how does that impact me directly, right? And it's it, it, again, it's layers, right? We look at it on our initial purview. We go, oh, my God, that's, that doesn't impact me where it does. But when you think about the trickle, down, the trickle down effect, example being, let's take the person I just described, and they think taxes are going to go up, and they want to do a Roth conversion. Well, let's say they're already making $100,000, and they want to try to get as much of their money out of their IRAs as quickly as possible because those required minimum distributions are coming in the future? Well, let's say they want to take out $300,000. Now, on the proposed tax plans that we talked about, that puts them over $400,000 of income, and that's the target zone where you could have dramatically increased taxation. So again, there's con- maybe you don't think you hit those tax problems, But as you start to plan out retirement, it could happen.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's the tax bomb. It's what we're talking about, the uncertainty. And all of a sudden, you have a plan of where you think you're going. And all of a sudden, a major variable changes. It's like we ask people all the time, hey, how much money do you have in your IRA or 401k? And they always answer us very quickly. And then the follow-up question is, well, how much are you keeping? And it's that awkward pause because you got to take into account. Well, I don't know, it's the taxes. And again, we just talk a lot on today's show already, just talking about Roth conversions. And again, a lot of people, you're seeing it on Facebook, you're seeing it on TV, you're seeing it all over the media, it's printed everywhere. And it's creating, hey, should I do it? Shouldn't I? Are tax rates going up? Who's gonna win the election? There's so many variables that's going on in our head. Here's our encouragement. It's reach out to us to get this flow chart to help you logically come to a decision Again, you can reach out to us at 215-987-2430. Again, if you have lots of money, especially unwanted, unneeded money that you're going to use in retirement, again, between loved ones, charity, and government, where do you want your money to go? We know it's not number three at the end of the day. So my encouragement is if you have some of those lingering questions that are out there related to Roth conversion, does it make sense to me? Do I wait? Don't I do it now? Whatever that case may be, my encouragement is please pick up the phone and call us at 215-987-2430. Again, that's 215-987-2430.
1: As we go into our first commercial break here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, and we continue to social distance from uh, the offices here uh, at Thrive Financial Services in Fort Washington. Uh, Our our guest is going to bring some perspective to all of this craziness, David, because I think that craziness um, knocks us off the rails in terms of our thinking. Just a thought. Very excited to talk uh, with uh, Dr. Maggie Baker. We'll bring her into the program after the break. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. So glad you're uh, with us. As we went into the commercial break, I referenced Dr. Maggie Baker. Here's a, a few of Dr. Maggie Baker's credentials. Uh, Dr. Baker is a practicing psychologist and financial therapist in private practice. She's located uh, in the Philadelphia area. She's a member and a passport member of the Financial Therapy Association, which was founded in 2009, and she has presented at the Financial Therapy Association annual conference and has co written an article in the textbook, Financial Therapy Theory, Research, and Practice. And with that introduction, uh, Dr. Baker, I welcome you into Roadmap to Retirement. So nice to have you come on uh, to the radio program.
5: Well, thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here, and I I might add one thing to uh, the information you gave about me. I also wrote a book called Crazy About Money, How Emotions Confuse Our Money Choices and What to Do About It, and um, I'd like to start with the whole notion of crazy about money that is probably heightened in such uncertain times and creates a lot of churn in all of us in terms of the way we Think about it um, very, very uncertainly and with a certain degree of pain because we don't know where we're going in the sense that uh, there's so many uncertainties now. With the pandemic, with the election, with uh, people out of work on the one hand and the stock market going way up on the other hand, uh, it's it's very, very hard to... Uh, what what you all emphasize, plan. How do you plan when you don't know what's going to happen month to month? And I think in that uncertainty, people end up feeling much more vulnerable. And who likes to feel vulnerable? Because it makes you feel as if you're really out of control. And when you feel vulnerable, you tend to fear. You go into a fear mentality or an anxious mentality rather than a confident Proactive mentality. And when you do that, you tend to hold on to clutch um, and feel a sense of scarcity about practically everything. Um, Certainly money, because you don't know what's going to happen to it. And if you have been unfortunate enough to lose your job, you're really worried because it's so close. and just the fear tends to generalize and then the ways you think about money which i call money scripts they're kind of shorthand half truths about what attitudes you have about money so for instance if you if you have a sense of scarcity one of your money scripts might be i'll never have enough or I'll never, I'll never have enough. I'll run out of money before I die, and I'll end up on the street. Or people are out to exploit me and take what I have. Or maybe I'll get sick and compromise my earning capacity. So you tend Well, let's to- take those,
1: Dr. Baker. Let's take those one at a time. Let's get into okay. some of that. Because that's, David, what we've talked about a lot about this, you know, on this program. It's not how much money, Brett, you make. Uh, it's how much money you keep.
2: Yeah. And, and Dr. Baker, I, I would, you know, I would ask, you know, most of the people that are listening are probably folks that are either just about to retire or have retired. And uh-huh. with the uncertainty of the stock market and, you know, you know, that's a gauge that I guess really can create this fear and anxiety. Like what advice can you maybe provide to help people quell that anxiety?
5: Um. Well, what I try to do is uh, you can't get rid of the pain of, of uh, the uncertainty. that it, it just it doesn't work because it, it is painful. But what you can do is is make sure that the pain doesn't turn into suffering. And what um, you have to kind of uh, go against the negativity that's brought up by uh, by all this uncertainty. And that takes a certain kind of planning. And you, you all mentioned planning a lot, and I can't think of a better word to use for your psychological state because let's say you're one of those people that, that is either thinking about retirement or has retired, and that makes you in some ways worry more about your money because you're not actively earning. You're not having money coming in. Um, so that 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 sets you up for, again, more anxiety. Um, But if you're retired, you also have more time. And what I would suggest to people is you may not be able to plan for a month from now, but you can probably plan for your day or you can plan for your week. And the best thing in the world is to learn to focus and to engage in, positive activities and that's going to be a little harder in these circumstances than usual because you have to have to kind of tune out the negative messages you may be sending yourself and make an make an effort to focus on okay let me plan my day and and I mean in, and let me have a goal for the day So even if the goal is to make sure that I go out for a walk so I get good exercise or the goal for the day is to reach out to a friend because I'm feeling pretty isolated and alone, these positive things that you can do for yourself are very, very important to employ because it makes you feel, at the end of the day, as if you've accomplished something. You've distanced yourself from all the worry and the negativity, and you have something you can kind of pat yourself on the back for and feel grateful for.
1: Talking with Dr. Maggie Baker, crazy about money, how emotions confuse our money choices, uh, and what to do about it, Brett.
4: Dr. Baker, you know, one observation that David, Karen, and I see quite a bit is when we have uh, couples come in, And they have polar opposite beliefs on risk. One might be a spender. One might be a saver. When you see differences like this, what advice can you give to our listeners that may help with that relationship? Because now they're going to have a lot more time together as well, which gives them that ultimate peace of mind.
5: Yeah, I I say oi boy, to start with, (laughs) because if you've got somebody who's an amasser who gets a great deal of satisfaction out of watching money grow, and you have one who's a spender who loves the thrill of the moment of spending... Uh, and they're, they're, it, it, the, the more extreme they are in their positions, the harder it is. But the most important thing is to help people listen to each other. So let's say you have an amasser and a spender, and, and they're fighting about how their money should be allocated. And I would say, okay, first, first rule, each person gets a chance, two minutes to talk, but the other person cannot interrupt. Because usually when there's conflict, everybody wants to talk at the same time. And then what you do is you say, okay, I'm going to listen to what you say, and I may disagree with you, but I'm going to learn to repeat back to you what I heard you say. So if the spender says, well, you don't know what's going to happen to yourself in a year, so why not have a little fun with the money? So if I'm the amasser, I would have to say back, well, you're telling me I shouldn't miss out on this immediate pleasure, and that's what you like. And then the the person would say yes, and then they would do the same to me. So that you learn to kind of extend empathy, and it doesn't mean you end up having to agree, but at least you're talking about the real problem. And then once you get the, the The understanding of the real problem between each other, then you can usually find a way to compromise. And another question I love to throw at people: um, if, if say I'm an amasser, and the other per, I would ask myself, what do I envy about a spender? And I, I think about that and say, well, I love their kind of just their their confident attitude that they'll always be something to spend. And wouldn't that be great just to have that freedom to just go out and spend and not worry about it? And then that gets me in touch with another part of myself that maybe I could learn from.
3: Uh, Dr. Baker, this is Karen. Nice to chat with you. Um, So when people, we meet with people that they they say, we can't wait to retire. We can't wait to to retire. And then um, sometimes they get to retirement and... They're bored or things change. So, other than planning financially for retirement, do you have any tips to plan emotionally for retirement? And the other oh. thing is, when I have couples in here, it's very funny. Sometimes the wife says, Look, I'm retiring first. I need a year, at least a year, without him around the house, and vice versa. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and do the guys say that about their wives? No, as well? just they just laugh and they know better. They agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say that the word plan applies emotionally as well as, as, as financially. That the people who do the best in retirement are ones who have a strategy and a plan. And a strategy is, is more like what's the, what's the mission of my retirement, which plays into what's my legacy? What do I want to leave other people um what do i want other people to believe and and uh, understand about me as i as i kind of go through retirement and get older and i think that that if somebody strategically sits down and figures out kind of their life goal i want to i want to be remembered as a person who was generous who was fun uh, who worked hard Uh, I want to be remembered as a person who cared about other people, whatever it is. And then from those basic values, you develop a plan of how can I best express what my strategy and legacy wants to be. And I I think the people who come up with, well, I'd like to do more volunteer work, which people find incredibly satisfying, um, or they want to start a new hobby... Uh, they want to uh, spend more time with their grandchildren, whatever it is, if they plan it and, it and it's something they can really sink their teeth into and engage in, those are the people that I think have the best retirement. And I hear time and time again people say, I don't know how I did my job. I'm so busy retired. It's, it's unbelievable.
1: Dr. Maggie Baker is with us here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Dr. Baker, we're going to ask you to hold on. We're going to pay some bills and get into a commercial break. Back on the other side. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, we thank the audience for tuning in with us this Saturday and every Saturday on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Crazy About Money. And our special guest is Dr. Maggie Baker.
4: Yeah, Dr. Baker, this is uh, Brett again, and talking about crazy about money how emotions confuse our money choices and what to do about it. So, when we use that general word, money it can mean different things to different people investing, spending, giving, sharing, savings. And I know in your book you talk about when these emotions and beliefs are balanced and clear, we can make wise decisions. And if we are confused with that balance, we make poor decisions. Can you maybe elaborate just on that right there, just talking about how money is a very general word and how we need to be in complete balance just in talking about that?
5: Right. Well, you're completely right that being balanced means that you can be rational about it, which is the goal. But when people are at risk for something called loss aversion – they tend to panic. And when you panic, you tend to do self-sabotaging behavior in relation to money. And the, the whole concept of loss aversion is that our emotional reaction to loss, whether it's a, a people loss or a financial loss, is about two and a half times stronger than gains. So if you have a stock that goes down and you lose $100, your reaction is much more intense and negative than the euphoria of the stock going up and earning $100. And because of that, you get thrown into an emotional state, and you just want to feel safe uh, from the loss. And so you might hold on to a dog stock instead of selling it and going with one that is much more productive.
4: So when you talk about that, uh, and and I imagine our beliefs of where we're at today— weren't originated a month ago. It was probably something that happened at birth or the way that we were brought up. And again, just the way that we think about things, whether it's that scarcity or, or abundance mentality, is if people are stuck in maybe those ways and wanting to change, which is a very unnatural word, uh, unnatural word, people want it, but don't necessarily want to go through the pain of change. What may be some words or guidance that you can get, give related to that?
5: Uh, the most important thing is by seven, you've got... A certain attitude of either abundance or scarcity, um, and that, that if those attitudes persist and your behavior is not what you want, um, as an adult, the first thing you have to do is become aware and Becoming aware can be a painful process, but it's also a relief because it puts you in control. You're out of control if those beliefs are driving your behavior and you end up doing things that are self-sabotaging. So you may have to go through a little pain, but believe me, it's worth it because you get to the other side and you have much more personal power and control that you have given up if you just let your old beliefs sway you.
1: Dr. Maggie Baker is our special guest here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. A little bit of a different approach for the radio program today, all created by uh, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. We are, or they are, uh, advocates for not only all of our listeners, but all of their uh, clients as well. Uh, and Dr. Baker, I want to get uh, a comment from you. I know we don't have a lot of time left uh, in the segment, uh, but I'd love for you to share uh, just kind of a unique story. About perhaps somebody that or a situation that you encountered uh, with, uh, that prompted you to write uh, a book crazy about money?
5: Oh, I'd be glad to. During the, the tech bubble of 2000, I lost significant money, money, hundreds of thousands, because I was with a pretty reckless broker. And I, long story short, I interviewed 12 different money people. Uh, and found one that I really liked, and he got very interested in a psychological approach, so we kind of became friends, and long story short, he encouraged me to write the book because I got very, very depressed for about a year after I lost all that money, feeling so much at fault and out of control, and that my own personal experience was really the origin of the book.
2: Yeah. And, you know, Dr. Baker, I could imagine, um, you know, in private practice, you know, people who've read the book, uh, looking back at March and April of this year, I guess a lot of people probably went through that similar feeling. Um, And and like, what's the outcome of that? Like, we still have this volatility, we still have this uncertainty. Um, I got to imagine that can actually like
5: deplete
2: people emotionally.
5: Well, you hit the right word, depletion. And when people feel depleted, they have to do things to try to restore themselves. And some suggestions on that is, again, to reach out to trusted support people, like people at Thrive who know what they're doing, Um, do restorative activities that Aren't demanding like resting, taking walks, reading, showers, Zoom happy hours, and one thing is really important but maybe hard is laughing. If if you can get yourself to laugh at something um, every day, it's it's such a relief, and also to find what I call holders of hope of people that you admire. You can go to YouTube and find people that you really admire and read about their backgrounds and how they got through hard times, um, reading biographies. And then the other thing is to try to focus on what you feel grateful for, even in times of of scarcity and uncertainty. there got to be a few things you feel grateful for, and you have to kind of work at pumping those things up because it's so easy to be grabbed by the negative.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the advice that you're giving seems so simple, but it's those little things that have such dramatic impact for people. And, you know, I would just really encourage people that are Um, you know, being challenged right now, that these are the types of things that can, um, you know, really work for them. And and I know we're running out of time, Dr. Baker, I would love to have you back on because we I'd like to talk about the exact opposite, the the people who kind of just wind, you know, kind of wander blindlessly, thinking that everything's going to be right. And don't plan for that. So we'll have you back on. If you could take a minute or two, or just about a minute, uh, and maybe share with us how people can get in touch with you, uh, how they can get a copy of your book, so on and so forth. I think that'd be awesome for our audience.
5: Okay. Um, You can go to my website. It's maggiebakerphd.com. And you can find all my uh, contact information on my website. You can buy the book on my website or you can go to Amazon. It's on Amazon as well.
1: And the book is also available on electronic format, and you'll see that when you go to MaggieBakerPhD.com. Dr. Baker, thank you so much for being a part of Roadmap to Retirement, uh, the radio show. We appreciate uh, you spending some time with us, and as David mentioned, uh, look for the invite uh, to look at the other side of the coin, and we'll deal with that uh, as 2020 rolls on. Thank you so much, doctor. Appreciate it.
5: You're very welcome. Glad to be
1: here. All right. Good stuff with Dr. Maggie Baker. We'll get to a commercial break. We'll be back on the other side uh, with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam back in a moment. One segment to go here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Again, special thanks to Dr. Maggie Baker. Crazy uh, about money. Uh, Crazy about being an advocate for you. That's how... I describe you. That's what I believe when we do the show uh, on a weekly basis. You and Karen and Brett, you being David, are constantly advocating uh, for uh, your clients. And I love it.
2: Yeah. And we love it too, Joe. I mean, you you know, it's our energy, the show, um, getting the message out to people, uh, getting people educated up so that they can navigate retirement successfully. Uh, It's what drives us. It creates the passion in our organization. You know, if people come into the office and visit with us, um, what you hear on the show is what you get in person, right? You Anybody you talk to here at Thrive just really exudes this confidence, this, this um, complete, Commitment to really helping people navigate. Uh, as a matter of fact, Joe, we had a incredibly successful uh, webinar. We call them retirement master classes uh, that happened this past Thursday. And uh, if you ha- if, if you're listening and you missed that webinar, you can go to our website at ThriveFinancialServices.com. And there'll be a link that you can watch that webinar on demand. Um, We really jumped into, we had done this kind of a webinar maybe six, eight weeks ago, and we got tons of requests from people. We had over 400 people attend that one. Um, A lot of requests said, hey, this was really good. Can you get a little deeper? Can you go a little bit more granular? So what we did is we went into... Actual case studies of three different families that Thrive was able to help and navigate through. Not only retirement planning, but the tax efficiency planning of retirement. Uh, so, this past Thursday, again, we had over 400 people in attendance. And one of the things that at the end of the um, workshop, we offered people a complimentary consultation where they could come in and get a 401k retirement tax analysis and see if tax planning, you know, with all the uncertainty about what's going to happen. Um, With the election, with taxes going up, all those different types of things, um, we want to make sure people have a map. Dr. Maggie Baker said plan, right? Without a plan, you don't know where you end up. So uh, that's what we did. So in continuation of that, you know, again, we uh, we mentioned earlier, I don't want to call this really, it, it's a working document, whether you call it a flow chart, whatever else it is, it's got that design of a flowchart. I had mentioned on there, the question that I brought up was, will you need distributions from your retirement account? Yes or no? If you answered no, the next question is, are the beneficiaries of your retirement accounts qualified charitable organizations, yes or no? If you answered yes to the previous question, do you expect to be subject to lower income tax rates uh, during most of your retirement, either due to income levels or future tax reform? Yes or no? So these are the types of really important questions that have to be answered by a prospective retiree to make sure that they're bulletproof, their plan is bulletproof, In retirement.
4: Yeah, you know, I just love having Dr. Baker on here. You know, it was funny this past week. We were relaxing and it was uh, Eagle season, kicking things off. And here's the comment my son made. I felt like we just watched the election with football in between. (laughs) With all the commercials that were being watched where – whether it's, it doesn't matter which side of the fence that you're on and Mm -hmm. and why we love this flow chart that we have out there. And again, we're week in and week out. That's why I love having Dr. Baker on here as we talk about needing to make rational decisions, not emotional decisions, needing to come up with that plan in our environment, whether it's COVID, whether it's the economy, whether it's the stock market, whether it's the kids or the grandkids, when are they going back in school? There's so many things of, as Dr. Baker said, that's uncertain out there is again, It's taking a step back, being careful of your environment, and simply just making sure that we're making logical decisions, logical thoughts, because a lot of these decisions we have to make, you only get one shot to make it work.
3: And I agree. I I think it was very uh, apropos to have Dr. Maggie Baker on today because what we do here at Thrive is we understand that your decisions with money Are sometimes based on emotion and we kind of take the emotion out of it for you and we look at it logically but we understand the emotional aspect of it and that's what's really important to to remember when you're looking at retirement we understand that the whole switch from going from working to retiring is a whole nother game plan and that's what we like to do we take a holistic approach and take a look at everything in retirement so I would just like people, if you're interested in taking a look at the flowchart, you can give us a call at 215-987-2430. And uh, if you want to take a look and understand if you a Roth conversion is worth it or not, again, that's something that's very important that we don't take a look at willy-nilly. It's something that's something that we Plan for. Yeah,
4: and again, my encouragement is um, our workshop that we just held this past, uh, pardon me, our webinar this past Thursday. Um, again, go to our website, Thrive, T H R I V E, Thrive Financial Services.com, where again, you can get that link direct to that replay um, that is out there. Um, it's, it's 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 a series that you're you're not going to want to miss. And again, it's bringing those real live adva- uh, examples to reality. And it's saying, well, how does this apply to me?
2: Yeah, and during that replay, if you didn't see it live, uh, we're going to end. I mean, you'll see a lot of things that we talked about um, yesterday on the Dom Giordano show. Dom asked some amazing questions. I mean, that was you could hear kind of the passion in his voice you know we know our audience and and you know a lot of you listening are really really good people and you have intentions that you know there's potential legacy you may not spend all of your IRA money in retirement and this is ultimately ends up going to beneficiaries um, think about the 30 40 50 years of hard work that you've put in and you know depending on what the outcome of the election is depending about uh, what the potential tax changes. I mean, we've read publication after publication that there are potentially monumental tax changes. That, I don't know, Joe, that word kind of makes me a little nervous. The I am just going to Mon- say
1: monumental is That's big, big right? I that's mean, that's big descriptive word. of yeah.
2: something that's huge. Uh, couldn't come at a more worse time for people in retirement, right? Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen. But indications are with all of the deficit, the trillions of dollars that's being printed, well, what, way, what way could it go, right? So, on that webinar replay, we talked, just like we did with Dom, about some of those legacy things that are related to your IRA accounts, right? So, you know, one of the rules that got passed previously really kind of changed the complexity of your IRAs and how they'll be taxed by your beneficiaries. So, again, if you're interested, in watching and figuring out what you could potentially do, go to thrivefinancialservices.com, register for the replay. If you'd like to get the Roth conversion analysis flowchart. call us at
1: 215-987-2430. Really, really good show today, as always here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Brett, I'll let you finish this sentence. It's not how much you have. It's how much you keep that's going to do it for Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Special thanks to Dr. Maggie Baker for being with us. On behalf of your advocates, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam, I'm Joe Krause. See you next week, everybody.
0: And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-987-2430. 215-987-2430.